Hello Sego Knights community and welcome back to the Roundtable podcast. We are your hosts, Katherine Getzinger and Michael Lobringer. Today we are sitting down with Debbie Belleville. Debbie Belleville has been a teacher for 25 years and has been teaching at Sego as well as being that Sego FFA advisor for 23 years. Hi Ms. Belleville, how are you doing today? I'm great, thanks for having me. This is very exciting. I've never done anything like this before. It's kind of newer for us too. It's it's a great addition to the Atsego community. community. Yeah, <laughs> no, community, I guess. Yes, it's wonderful. So to start with the questions, uh, what led you to the position that you're currently in? Well, I started off here at Atsego. I grew up here in the community. I went to Atsego. I actually attended Haskins Elementary when we had Haskins. And then I obviously grew up going to... Haskins, I went to Grand Rapids Elementary, Weston, I went to the junior high, and then here at the high school, and originally I wanted to be a math teacher. I love math, and just wanted to, my mom was a teacher, my grandmother was a teacher, so I love teaching. But then when I started taking ag classes in high school, I decided I wanted to be an agricultural education teacher. I grew up on a farm here in Bowling Green area where we raised cattle and I showed cattle growing up and I love agriculture. So this was a way that I could be an ag teacher and um, combine my love for agriculture. So it was great to be able to be a teacher of agriculture. So I attended Ohio State University because that was at the time was the only place in Ohio that you could get your teaching certificate in agriculture education. And then after Ohio State, I got my first position down by Cincinnati at a school and then was able to move back up to Northwest Ohio the next year. And I taught one year at Woodmore High School. And then Mr. Scott retired that year and I was able to get the job here at Otsego and the rest is history. Here I am. Wow, that's definitely a switch from math, like trying to teach math to agriculture. Yes. I um, I really do enjoy math still, but my love is agriculture, so here I am. So you've mentioned how you have taught at several different schools, and you're here at Otsego now. What are some of those classes that you teach at Otsego? Um, here at Otsego, it's... we. Freshmen can take uh, AgriScience 1, which is AFNR, Agricultural and Natural Resources class. And then sophomores take Ag Science 2, which is a plant and animal class. And then the juniors are in an agribusiness class. And then the seniors take a global agriculture class. And then I also, newer to the lineup, is a greenhouse class that I co-teach with Mr. Brewster. What are you looking forward to the school year? Well, every year brings new challenges and excitement. So and I, I love, probably my favorite part of being here at Otsego is that my program, I see students from their freshman year and then I have them all the way through their senior year. I love to see how students change and grow, not only in the classroom, but out of the classroom in FFA activities, doing growing personally, their leadership skills, getting ready for their careers. I just love being able to see and the students develop and then seeing them be successful after they graduate. So just the activities that we do through FFA, I love love them. I think they're wonderful for students in their development and the planning of them and then implementing the activities. 
And then just in the classroom, all of the hands-on activities that we do, I love seeing students get up and get moving and do something. That's really nice. Um, you said that you teach from freshman to senior. So yes. that's that's a lot. You get to see them grow up, basically. Yes. Like, I always find it... It's wonderful to see, like, sometimes those freshmen are really quiet. They just haven't mm-hmm. figured out who they are yet. So it's wonderful to have the opportunity to work with them every year and see them develop and become, like, a public speaker or someone that loves to be the be the workhorse of a planning an event or the people that um, love passing out things or just organizing it's just great to see students develop and work for a common goal. That's really nice. Thanks. So, do you have to be a farmer or in the agriculture industry to join ag science? That's a great question. I do get this question quite often. Uh, no, you do not. It is nice to have an interest, at least, in it. You don't need to be from a farm. You don't need to be involved in agriculture in any way. Just um, have a passion or an interest. I mean, everybody eats. It's wonderful for people to learn where their food comes from. I think it's the agriculture industry is changing just like everything else. It's it's becoming more technology-based. And I think people need to know where the food comes from. We are... are, Um, population is just getting further and further removed from the farm so people don't understand what goes on all the all the knowledge all the different hats that people have to wear in order to produce the food we have the safest food supply in in the world so how do we get that and I think it's wonderful to be able to teach students about it and share that with them and um, just in agri-science what do you, like, what content do you cover? Sure. So in um, the AgriScience 1 and AgriScience 2 classes, we do a lot of basics. So we talk about plant science, um, parts, of, parts of a plant. We get out in the greenhouse and grow some plants. Uh, we do animals, animal science, animal nutrition, parts of animals, breeds, um, housing, animal identification, And then we do um, natural resources as well, like soils, air, and water. We also learn about, um, in the shop, we do welding and woodworking and um, business. We do a lot of personal development as well as public, you know, presenting or doing a little bit of public speaking, just getting students up in front of each other or talking in classes to try to work on their personal skills and... um, and then the global classes, we teach, we look at international agriculture, too. And what what is that? What does that look like in the around the world? Because it's so different com, um, what we have in a developing nation compared to people in Africa where they don't even have a tractor. So it looks totally different in what they, their human needs are, too, are, to, are mm. different for what they have. They don't have the the money to provide for their families like we do here. So it's very different. So you mentioned how we grow food and plants in the greenhouse here at Otsego. What exactly is the greenhouse class? So the greenhouse class, we learn everything from planting the planting the plants, how to identify plants, leaves, and then trying to harvest and 
have a product at the end of the day. So we, at the first day of school, we planted tomatoes. They will, students will care for those this first semester and harvest them. They can take them home or we, if they don't use them, want them at home, we give them to the school cafeteria. And then the springtime, we do more getting ready for spring. So we plant fruit or vegetables for outside for people to use in gardens, or we use them here in the raised beds out by the um, front of the school there. As you drive in, we have five raised beds that we use. And then um, we also do hanging baskets and planters that people can put on their porches. We also, students in greenhouse also learn about fertilizers, uh, the needs that plants have, different types of greenhouses. We do some floral design in the class as well, like coming up in a couple weeks, or next week is homecoming, so we'll, we will be making corsages for homecoming. And um, we'll do like a centerpiece um, throughout the year, just so they can learn some floral design skills as well, because you're going to use those in life at some point. Mm-hmm. At least we hope people will. So I didn't know that your food would actually sometimes be implemented into the school lunches. When did that all kind of start and how, how long has it been going on? <laughs> well, pretty much since we started the greenhouse and the gardens. So um, the gardens we've util- utilized in other ways as well as giving food to, um, like at Seago Food Pantry through the years, the surplus that we have raised, we've donated it just so it doesn't sit there and go, we don't want it to go bad. We have flowers out there. The community is welcome to come and pick flowers during the summer. Um, there are pumpkins out there right now, but those are for the kindergartners. They're coming over to get them. Um, tomatoes in the summer, the community is welcome to come and pick things. It's um, we try to plant things that will mostly be ready in the fall because the students aren't here in the summer, so it's not as easy for them to – we want the students to learn from, from the garden, so we try to be selective in what we plant out there. It's really nice how that's incorporated into the school. Um, have, as we mentioned in the introduction, you have been a FFA advisor for 23 years. How long have you been a part of FFA in general? Well, I joined um, FFA when I was in high school, when um, my sophomore year of high school. So pretty much since then, I mean, in college, you're not in FFA. But um, once I became an ag teacher, so when you are in an ag class, you are automatically an FFA member. Um, I don't, I am a satellite teacher of Penta Career Center. And Penta pays for the dues for all the students. So all students in my classes are automatically FFA members. So what a student wants to do with that is totally up to them if they want to get involved and do things. Um, Students do have to do one activity per quarter, which is pretty easy to do activities. We have things going on all the time. Um, But I have been in FFA for as long as I've been teaching, plus a few years on top of that. And as you said, that you automatically get enrolled into FFA. Yes. And that is for both greenhouse and ag science? Or yes. Okay. Yep. Any ag class that you're in, you become an FFA member. Yes. Okay. Which in greenhouse is considered an ag class. Yep. Okay. So we know that our FFA program is one of the best in the nation, which is incredible. Can you talk to us a little bit about how you earn that title and where exactly the program is? 
Sure. So um, our FFA chapter was established in 1959. I'm just the third teacher here at Otsego since 1959. Um, we, in FFA, they have a, an award program called the National Chapter Award Program in which you fill out an application and uh, to get to be nationally recognized as a as a chapter, you fill out the application and you choose your nine best activities. And they have to be in the areas of student growth, uh, building our communities, and leadership. So you choose nine activities and you have to write, it's a long application, and you have to write like what were your goals for, like we, for example, we would use the garden as an activity the Seagrove Garden. So we would write, what are the goals for the garden? How are we going to accomplish those? And then how did we meet those goals? And then it's a selection process that it goes through. And then you are interviewed at the National FFA Convention, which is in Indianapolis. Um, and then you're, they select the people, or the chapters, I should say, not the people. But um, it is a great honor. And it is... Um, it is definitely not an easy task to, to do, but it's, it's exciting. So what is your favorite thing about the Otsego community? Oh, great question. I love the Otsego community. Uh, I've grown up here. I think it's a wonderful community where we're, people are so supportive of each other. And it's, it is diverse. We have um, people that have grown up here their whole lives. We have new people. It is a wonderful place to be at Seago is, is exciting. There's new things happening here. And I'm just so happy to be a part of it. I'm happy to have my family here. I live in here in the school district. My kids go here to school. It is fantastic. It's very nice. And we're really happy to have you here. And I want to thank you for your time spending us with us at the round table. And, um, I hope your programs are successful. Thank you so much. It was great to be here. Great to have you. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to the Roundtable Podcast. Special thanks go out to our digital producer, Owen Henderson, our technology director, Mr. Swartz, and our advisor, Ms. Krupp. Contact us at podcast at otsegonights.org if you have any questions or suggestions about our show. You can follow us on our social media. Our Twitter handle is OHS underscore roundtable. And our Instagram is the same thing, but undercase. You can subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Tell us how we're doing and recommend this podcast to family and friends.